What is up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Jedi Eternal, a Star Wars podcast. This is episode 97, inching ever Yo. closer to episode 100. I am one of your co-hosts, Braxton Taylor, alongside Andrew Busybody Bowen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, isn't that the truth? Yeah, yeah. Andrew's like, I'm like halfway through my work day. He's like, how early can you get here? <laughs> I'm like, oh boy, that's not a good sign. <laughs> Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, it's uh, graduation season. Tis. Tis. And uh, graduation season and uh, it... And having lots of family and church family, it ends up, you know, there's just like a lot of like parties and... Yeah. And ceremonies and stuff to go to. ceremonious. So, um... I'm pretty busy with that stuff for at the moment, but um, but yeah, you know, hey, it's good. It's yeah, good. yeah, it's all, all, good. All, good it's all good. All good. All good things. things. Well, it is good to be here, ladies and gentlemen, and we're excited uh, that you are here with us. Of of course, we're so thankful to have you guys as listeners. Uh, like I said, again, inching ever closer to 100. Um, you know, that's it, it, that's a big number. That is a that is a big number. Um, it is. It's yeah. something worth celebrating. It is truly. Um, we're gonna have more details as we get closer. But man, we're so close. I feel like uh, we need to at least start talking about it a little bit. Um, our plan is to um, start a new season mm. of Jedi Eternal. I know we have kind of like our yearly uh, anniversaries and things of that nature. Um, but one thing that we have said in the past that every 50 episodes we're going to do the state of Star Wars, the current state of Star Wars, or the future yeah. state of Star Wars. And uh, and that's what we're going to do, of course, for that episode, episode 100. But what's going to be different, and we're going to get some more details about that and figure a few things out as we uh, get closer to that. But we do plan on creating a season two, yes. episode one. Whoa. So, crazy. Very crazy. Um, <laughs> very crazy but uh, you know hey thanks everybody for real for being here with us this ride I mean it's it's been it's been a long time it's been a couple years three years now right? yeah I mean hey we we successfully did a Star Wars podcast through the entire pandemic so <laughs> I true. mean through, from true. beginning to end from beginning to end uh, so <laughs> yeah yeah so, uh, so anyway so we're just thankful you know like I said it, it is something that we wanted to start talking about just because um, we're getting pretty close to it so you know uh just want to get your guys' uh, minds on that, too. And so whenever you see uh, Season 2, Episode 1, don't be surprised. Yeah, and if you're a Patreon producer, we would love to hear from you um, yes. on your ideas for, you know, our podcast going into a Season 2. Is there anything you would like different about it? Anything yeah. you would like different yeah. with our format? Or just, uh, you know, literally any critique <clears throat> you may have about the podcast we would love to hear it love to hear how you think we could improve um, all those things you can do um, and we will definitely see it if you are a patreon producer which is only five dollars a month yes and that gives you exclusive access to a uh, well to our podcast early we put you get it as soon as it's posted mm-hmm. where else everyone else gets it uh on saturdays at two o'clock mm-hmm. um you also get a, an exclusive podcast called and other stuff where we talk about everything that isn't star wars and we actually just did one of those not too long ago so if you haven't uh seen that yet you can check it out we talk about hogwarts legacy uh we talk about the mario movie and some other stuff i can't remember what else we talked about but we always have a lot of fun on there we get very uh personal on there and just kind of just hang out have fun we'd love for you to join us there 
Um, and then uh, you also get shout outs on here. For And if you're a Patreon producer, you can also direct message us on Patreon with any kind of ideas you have, anything of that matter. And we will both see it. We'll both get uh, alerts for that and can see it and talk to you. And, and uh, so definitely do that if you haven't yet, only for $5. But we want to do thank our Patreon producers here real quick. And that includes uh, Tara Bolin, Grace and David Gill, Alex Mason, Corey Wise, Jay Camdar, Jenna, and Promise. So thank you all so very much for being a Patreon producer. Yeah, very, very appreciative of each and every one of you. Like I said, uh, we've said it a million times, we'll say it again. You know, obviously it doesn't sound like a whole lot, but it really does help us. And uh, we were able to pick up uh, some equipment every once in a while and help pay on some of our subscriptions that we have to have for this podcast. We very much appreciate it. But let's just go ahead and get right into the news. And so first and foremost, it's kind of a kind of a scary news piece at the very beginning here. So as some of you may be aware, there is currently a writer's strike uh, occurring in Hollywood right now. And um, <clears throat> and that is, of course, affecting a lot of things. Um, you know, obviously, it, Hollywood is about stories. And if there's no one to write the stories, then it, it's kind of at a halt. Right. Um, so the news piece is simply that Star Wars, uh, you know, have they have a lot of upcoming things in Disney Plus that are probably uh facing some delays right now so yeah so so here's the thing um you know writer's strike this isn't the first time we've had a writer's strike uh in in the history of uh i guess the history of hollywood no, so to yeah. speak there's been a couple at least and some of them have lasted uh quite a while i think mm-hmm. um well, I'm not going to throw out any numbers because I, I may not be right. <laughs> yeah. but, but some have lasted for a decent <clears throat> amount of time. Yeah. And so, you know, what I'm hearing from about this writer's strike is that like, hey, this may take a while. Because yeah. they're, you know, what the Writers Guild wants, they're not getting. Okay. Right, like, right. And, and they're going to stand their ground. And, and these, you know big corporations so to speak i guess are are not necessarily wanting to give into those demands and a lot of it actually has to do with streaming um and you know it's basically saying that they the writers deserve more pay mm-hmm. based off of episodes of streaming mm-hmm. and the current uh the current like guidelines that they go by doesn't really factor in streaming as it is today Right. Right. And so that's kind of the big argument here is that it needs to be updated. It needs yeah. to be more beneficial to them because it's the future. Yeah. Which, I mean, here's the thing. Listen, I, I'm not some sort of like slack jogged plebeian who's like, I just want my stuff, my entertainment now. You know, listen, I am all for people um, getting fair wages. I mean, that's yeah. I, know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, here's the thing. If you're using an outdated model of, right. of pay here, and we're not getting to microeconomics here, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but you know, if you're using an outdated model of pay, I mean, it just makes sense that like, hey, maybe we should rethink this. And like, listen, I'm, you know, if I'm being <clears throat> underpaid um, and, and this whole industry is depending on me, so to speak, you know, yeah. might as well. Yeah, and so I just wanted to bring that up for some of those of you who maybe just don't keep that close of a watch on things. You may not have even known there was a writer's strike going on. Right, yeah. Um, but in in the past, what has happened during a writer's strike is, well, a couple things have happened. First of all, all of your current TV shows uh, no longer air. Mm-hmm. So instead, you're getting pretty much all reality TV, okay, which is, is <laughs> right, kind of funny, but right. 
pretty much like, you know, all of these and things again are getting kind of different because we do so much on demand streaming now versus like airing on TV. Mm -hmm. But a lot of your just like airing on TV is going to be reality TV. Yeah. Which is typically not great, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Now, I will say one thing though the during the last writer strike that they had, or maybe it was two before, I don't know when exactly it was, but one good thing that came out of that was all of the uh, Conan O'Brien's skits with Jordan Slansky. Um, Those were all genuine interactions according to uh, conan via a podcast of his and uh and that basically they had to have something organic because there was no writers so that's what they started i'll tell you i absolutely love conan <laughs> <laughs> i seen he has like a new show coming out yeah, i don't know i i just know that he has like a podcast he, yeah he's, he's got like a, some new show coming out where i think maybe he's kind of does what you know what we uh have always liked him doing but were you pointing at something Mm-mm. I was just looking. At I it. thought you were like trying to make, get me to look at something. Oh, I don't. Oh, know. Never mind. Maybe maybe a finger was sticking. You had, out, like, you had your finger out, and you were like, "Well, I was like trying to pop my knuckle." And I'm like, "Okay, there's just a lot of things working together to, <laughs> okay, to deceive gotcha, you." Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> you deceiver, do me deceiver. So anyway, uh, and so a couple things, you know, I just mentioned one of them. Uh, it was um, that a lot of reality TV, but a couple other things that would happen was there were shows that whoa <laughs> there's a lot of weird stuff serious right <laughs> crazy Siri decided to join the podcast um so another thing that started to happen was there uh were shows that continued on without the writers mm-hmm. okay yeah. because they were like oh well we're already in production and our writers can't be here but like we can't just stop so we're going to keep going without them and so they couldn't do rewrites they couldn't blah 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 right. and so they just did it without them and they released them and it ruined <laughs> yeah. some shows yeah like one of the greatest examples of that was the show heroes i don't know if you've ever heard of that show it's yeah, i mean I it's so. it's been a while at this point but it was a very popular show and uh one uh, eventually they um, decided to go ahead during the writer's strike and that season just completely bombed and then it was done for. Uh, so, you know, that that's one fear. And actually, you know, there, there is a show that's doing that currently. They're, they're doing, they've went on without the writers. Do you want to take a guess at what it is? A show that I know you will be watching mm. when it comes out. I don't know. I, I can't hazard a guess. Uh, House of the Dragon. Oh, well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> they, they're moving on without the writers. In, in typical Game of Thrones fashion. <laughs> which they claim they've already done all their rewrites and everything. So yeah, that they're safe, yeah. but I don't know. Like I said, in typical, in typical fashion, uh, the, the writer strike, so to speak, of... Uh, of uh, oh my gosh. George R. R. Martin. Yeah, when he, we, they passed his books, that's when it really went downhill. George R. R. Martin's been on a writer's strike for apparently... Like, <laughs> for, like, for a while now. 15 years or something crazy. <laughs> yeah, over a decade, yeah. So so now, uh, like I said, in like fashion, they're moving on without the writers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, um, <laughs> which classically does not go well for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but anyways, we'll, we'll move into the, the, the Star Wars part of this. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking a while it. without it being Star Wars, but I just wanted to give some context there. Um, so looking into this from a Star Wars perspective, there's a, there's a couple things that we can look at here. Um, first of all, Andor Season 2. Andor right. Season 2, uh, we know we're getting... We're, we know we're getting that, and it's the second and final season, and um, as ex- it, it's expected to debut 
uh, in the summer of next year. That's the kind of expectation, probably around the same time as our the first one did, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. Wait, when did it air? When did Andor? Um, when did the first season of Andor air? I'm thinking now. Maybe I got my timing we'll mixed see. up here. September 21st, 2022. Okay, so it was a little bit like late of summer. Okay, you know. Well, so I think the idea is it's this one they're thinking maybe even well be into August. Um, but, um, so the Andor showrunner Tony Gilroy publicly joined the strike shortly after it began, um, and so. What we're seeing here is that there is possibility of Andor halting as well. We know that they are, they had been already like uh, in production for this. So it's a little bit um, like, I don't know for sure because they could have enough going on to continue in production. That has not been said for sure if they've shut down or not. We know, um, for example, that like uh, um, Wonder Man from Marvel Studios, they shut down production and they've publicly said that, but I don't know. Uh, they've not publicly said about Andor, but it is a possibility. And then another one that is absolutely um, going to be pushed back because of this is the Mandalorian season four. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, that was expected early 2025 mm-hmm. is, it was kind of the expectation for that. And this is now, um, you know, though John Favreau said he had written scripts already. Mm-hmm. Um, but that means even if they did, that still means there's no onset writers or anything of that nature. And they've not done production yet. So if this is still an active thing when it's time for them to do production, um, there's a good chance this will get maybe pushed back further sure. because again with the with a writer's strike you don't face the consequences of it until later because right you know there's already a lot of things set in motion so you know netflix is still going to release a billion shows um <laughs> right. and you're not going to realize it but it's going to actually be later um, you know, this fall, maybe even into spring next year, where you mm-hmm. might actually start to see some of the effects mm-hmm. of this writer's strike. Um, because, you know, the stuff that's coming up real soon ahead of us is already done. Right, 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 right. right. Um, also, Bad Batch Season 3, we know there's going to be a third season. Um, that, that was aiming for next year. And again, um, you know, there's evidence that points towards the show's team um, supporting the writer's strike, uh, including the head writer and executive producer Jennifer Corbett has made mentions of the writer's strike. So we are under the assumption that they are on strike as well. And then you also have Tales of the Jedi, which uh, Tales of the Jedi is uh, they haven't given a date for that, but we know there's another season coming. Um, Star Wars Vision Season 3, we know that. It's also getting another season. So, a lot of stuff there that has the potential to be delayed further than what was already expected. Mm -hmm. Um, So, that's not cool, right? We don't like that. But to kind of maybe ease your minds a little bit, there are some shows that we know are safe from this, and that would be Ahsoka. As we know, Ahsoka is, you know, I mean, basically it's done. 
Right. It's, you know, all of, all of that is, is done. It's ready to go. They're just waiting for August. And so we're safe there. Skeleton crew also from everything I understand, filming is already wrapped. It's good to go. They're going to release that in, uh, in, in November or December is what, oh, that's also, that's another one of our stories that, um, so I guess we'll just so talk we'll about there, it now. Right? We'll just <laughs> yeah, talk about it, it now. Good. Yeah, yeah, uh, as well. Is that they're uh, saying that Skeleton Crew is going to be in November <sighs> or December of this year. And so that kind of uh, l- lets you see what the rest of this year has in store for us. Sure. With, um, uh, we got, uh, sorry, we got Ahsoka coming. And then we have... Skeleton crew that will probably be not long after that. Um, it'll be uh, maybe a month, month and a half break in between something of that nature. And then we'll maybe two months at the most. And then we'll get, um, we'll get skeleton crew. Nice. So then also the acolyte they're saying should be safe. Um, the acolyte's not supposed to drop until 2024. Um, but even though, um, it's set to be in 2024. The Acolyte was within uh, its final days of filming. So you, again, you assume rewrites, et cetera, are over and done. Yeah, you'd, so you'd it imagine should so. It should be safe. So we should expect those to probably still hit when when they're supposed to. The question will really be after the Acolyte. Mm. Do the shows after that make it on time, or will there be a longer gap um, that we have to wait because of this writer's strike. Well, and so we talked about this. Let me think. I think it was it was like a two episodes ago. I think I, I can't remember exactly when. His, I think it was basically whenever uh, season three of Mando ended, and and we was talking about about Mando fatigue and talking about just Star Wars, uh, Star Wars show fatigue. You know, and uh, you know, and ha- that's the thing. I mean, obviously. I don't necessarily want there to be a delay, right? But at the end of the day, I don't know that's going to be the worst thing, depending on the length of the delay, of course, Mm -hmm. because, you know, we got stuff coming out all the time and, you know, this is up for opinion, obviously, and this is just my opinion, but, you know, of course, when you're pumping things out, you know, every couple months, you know, quality versus quantity, right? And, uh, are you feeling, are you saying you're feeling some Star Wars fatigue? No, I'm not saying I'm feeling Star Wars fatigue, but I am saying some of the things that are coming out, I don't feel personally are kind of meeting the standard of what has been and what I would like to see. Not everything, but there are just some things. And and, and so anyway, I just think that, that, that maybe a delay wouldn't be the worst thing so they could maybe evaluate and then also maybe build some anticipation, <laughs> you know, in some people. Because here's sure. the thing, me and you are, you know, big time Star Wars fans and we want to absorb Star Wars as much as we can at any point and we can, but I know that there are people who are like, I, I, I couldn't tell you the last two or three different shows that came out because I haven't, you know what I'm saying? There's just so much out there. Like, I just need to catch up. And, well, you know, I hear people that will be like, I'm still halfway through the book of Boba Fett. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, of course, you know, uh, obviously we care about the the quality of the stuff that's coming out, but for a lot of people, it's not even just about the quality. It's just like, there's just so much stuff. I don't even, I am not even watching all of or it. Or if you know? you're like my mom and she's like, I, I saw the blue guy in the first season of the Mandalorian. <laughs> Hashtag drop. Blue, Shout out to my mom. She, uh, she 
she uh, she was with me the other day and she all of a sudden like mentioned something about that we said on the podcast i'm like wait a second Yo. i was like you've been listening to the podcast she's like yeah i listen to it sometimes i was like whoa i didn't not realize well, that's, that that's better than my parents they have, i don't think they listened to one episode i didn't i didn't think that she listened to it but i guess i was wrong or i don't know how faithfully she listens to it but she at least, yeah. at least listens to some of it well so. it was just like she she accidentally turned, accidentally it, on turned it on for like 10 <laughs> seconds and it just so happened the one thing that you said was those 10, yeah, 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 the 10 yeah. seconds that she listened to no that's not it at all <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so yeah i yeah i mean i see where you're coming from there's absolutely uh you know could be a benefit to a gap where we wait you know it's 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 kind of like we talk about with the star wars movies right it's like you know for there for a while they were doing them every year and then they already felt like, well, maybe this was a bad idea. There's there's already some fatigue setting in. The solo kind of bombed, and so they stopped, and they did every other year. And then, uh, and then now we've had this long span of time without a movie, and it's going to be even longer by the time we actually get the first movie. And I think that as much as I look and I'm like, wow, that was a long time. I don't want to wait that long again. And I don't. I don't want to wait that long for a Star Wars movie from sure. 2019 yeah. to 2025. No thanks. <laughs> that's, that's a long time. I don't want yeah. to wait that long to get <laughs> Star Wars movies. But I do think the hype will be pretty up there for us getting a new Star Wars movie in theaters six years later. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. I think that's going to be a pretty big deal for all of us. And, you know, Kathleen Kennedy's already said, like, and these are going to have the... Uh, the oh help me out at the beginning uh the the text at the beginning what do they call it the the scroll like the, the yeah but there's a word they use wow I, yeah wow. we're not we need to really start podcast for real star wars fans such fake fans <laughs> what is it i was like just called the scroll the scroll no it's the, there's the a certain scroll crawl the title 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 crawl title crawl yeah, sure. <laughs> that sounds right to me. I, that's, I think I that's think it, that's right? Me. Yeah, yeah. Now it sounds weird when I say it. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys know what I'm talking about. The yellow words yeah, that come yeah. down think, the think, screen. Yeah, I, I, it's title crawl. I think it's title crawl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's, uh, you know, that's such a, like, big part of Star Wars. You hear the music hit, and they show that. Ba-da-da. And, and you know, and then they were like, oh, well, actually, we're going to do, we're, we're going to be different, different. And with Solo yeah. and blah, 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 we're not going to do it anymore. But now she's basically she's like, oh yeah, we're just gonna do it now. <laughs> like when we have Star Wars movies, we're putting it back in, and so that is a hallmark of Star Wars movies. Yeah, though, yeah. You know? I mean, and I think that's I think she's kind of seen that. Like, oh, actually, this is this is just part of Star Wars, not because it didn't have to be part of the saga. And so anyway, right. when I, I when we are sitting in theaters again together six years later and getting to watch <laughs> a new Star Wars movie, and the crawl hits and the the music hits. It's going to be a moment, and you're going to be super oh, excited yeah. that Star yeah. Wars is back. And a lot of that's going to be the reason it's going to be so hype is because of that six year wait. It is, and that's that's what I was kind of alluding to earlier. It's like I think, and, well, so so I'll have like a two parter that's in, coming into one point here. It's like that is the what I was getting at earlier is that um, the wait and the anticipation can cover a host of sins, so to speak, you know? And we said this, like one of the other previous episodes is like, <laughs> you know, 
in terms of an actual content, in terms of writing, in terms of character development, you know, Rise of Skywalker wasn't a great movie. You know, it really wasn't. Yeah. But at the time, we were just eating it up in the theater. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we were just eating it up because it was just so fun. And like you said, we're in the, we're in the theater. There's a group of people all around us, like coming to see this for the first time as with us. We all we were are there opening excited. night. Everyone that's you in know, there is a yeah, super fan. It's a huge right? event. I mean, all, yeah. You know, and and yeah. So I mean, I, the anticipation and the excitement can cover a whole lot of things. Well, and also, uh, it was at the I, the Dolby Cinema, mm-hmm. which is just on another level. Uh, and I mean, let's be real. Anytime we ever go see a Star Wars movie, like we're going to Dolby Cinema <laughs> yeah, or whatever else is, whatever's newest and best yeah, at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it may be something different by then, but yeah, we still got a, we, it, unfortunately we still have, uh, what over two years to wait. So, <laughs> wow. That's, that's depressing. Isn't yeah. It? It's still, um, a, at least over two years. <laughs> so, so yeah. So with, with that kind of fatigue that I was talking about earlier, I just I, I I don't think it's a bad thing to get people hungry for it again. Now I'm not talking six years, but you know what I'm saying. So anyway, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and and kind of going along with that, let's just jump into we kind of just like squashed all of our news <laughs> stories in one, about but it, it kind yeah. of works. <laughs> yeah. Because but let's just kind of stay on this here with our last news story, mm-hmm. and that's that um, Kathleen Kennedy did. Um, give some updates on some movie projects that we've heard about in the past, but yeah. uh, were not necessarily talked about um, in, in the most recent celebration when they talked about movies. And so um, this was Empire magazine um, had a big Star Wars coverage. And so this, of course, uh, being Empire and talking to Kathleen Kennedy, this is all like, you know, this is stuff you can trust. And so they asked her about the Ryan Johnson trilogy. Mm-hmm. And her response was, Ryan and I talk all the time. He just keeps getting more and more successful, and it keeps moving things back further and further. One day, we'll figure this out. Mm, so before we go any further. Hashtag love affair between <laughs> Kennedy and Johnson. They talk all the time. They talk what? all the time. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, never mind. Never mind. Oh, no, um... The first question would be, do you believe that? Do you really think there's any chance this trilogy happens? Like, <laughs> like is she just avoiding yeah, it or know, is like, I mean. I think she wants to keep all of her cards on the table. Sure. So she's not just going to outright say, ah, I sure. don't think this is going to work out. But, but I mean, but per her statement, I mean, I think that's as close to a, a no as we're going to get because, yeah, I mean, what he did with the Knives Out two movies or three movies or whatever and there's some things so i mean yeah he is doing a lot yeah, he's of done two knives out movies and after after the debacle with uh star wars that he experienced which you know is his fault but anyway um <laughs> yeah me i i would i wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't super enthusiastic enthusiastic about coming back so yeah i mean i it would be it would be a stretch for me to think that that this is still happening but it's hard to say yeah, it's it's a tough one. Um, I think what I get gained from this is that she's basically like, yeah, look, we talked about it. We still think, yeah, it would be cool for you to do a trilogy. And Ryan Johnson's like, oh yeah, you know, well, I'd, 
you know, if I have the time, you know, it might be cool to do. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, exactly. you know, he's like, but I'm also like doing all this stuff and people aren't screaming at me for it. So <laughs> right, while I'm while right. I'm doing great with my other stuff and people love it, I'm probably mm-hmm. going to keep doing that for now. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it's kind of what I'm gathering from it. And then and then Kathleen Kennedy's like, well, you know, but it's always open. If you decide you want to invest the time, sure, you can come in and, and start working on it. Like and and I do believe that. I mean, Ryan Johnson is a you know, despite how you may feel about his Star Wars movie, he is a critically acclaimed sure. director. Sure. Um, and 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 honestly, uh, I think, and I've said this before, I think him doing his own Star Wars trilogy, I think I could be way more on board with if it was his right. own stuff and not touching the saga. Okay? Yeah, not touching the holy grail yeah, of Star yeah, Wars yeah. that we because, have. You know, Because saying? he went into it, and we've talked about this a billion times, but he went into it with this creative... Uh, like, I want to break like, the I mold. I want to break the mold. I want to shake yeah. things up. And as a director and, and a talented director... You know, I get all that, but when you're doing it for in in the Star Wars saga, like maybe don't maybe maybe Dial lighten it up a little, little bit. bit. Yeah, yeah. But um, but if he were to have his own trilogy and his own characters, his own story, yeah. I think he could do some really great stuff. Yeah, sure. And, and and like you said, and then pull into a story where we're not expecting a whole lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. so like the Dawn of the Jedi would be a perfect example of that. You right. know, if he right. if he a talented director mm-hmm. came in and had full creative control over let's not go that far but uh but you know i'm saying like there's not like balancing of like here's one director and here's another director and they have different ideas and da 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 anyway so if he has his own his own thing in an era that we're not expecting a ton out of uh in terms of like well this is established lore da 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 i think i think it could be i think it'd be great yeah Uh, but if that ever happens we'll see yeah exactly (laughs) so uh moving on past that um this was a couple of years ago at the Disney investors, Disney plus investors, uh, showcase or something. I don't even remember what it was called. Maybe, or maybe it was D 23. I think it was a Disney plus investor, some live stream or something though. Yeah. I think that they're, um, that they're kind of like one of the same though. Right. Like, like it occurs at D 23. Yeah. I think. Yeah. You're probably right. Anyway, it, they had, but uh, it was the first time they did that big slate of stuff where they just showed all these things they were going to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, a, a shockingly large amount of those projects we've yet to see that that <laughs> she showed on that. Yeah. Um, and two of those uh, that, one that we've not heard anything about, another one that we've heard, you know, uh, it's happening, it's not happening, is Lando and... And Lando is going to be a Disney Plus series, and then it was uh, Rogue Squadron, mm-hmm. and you know Rogue Rogue Squadron. We've heard over and over again. Oh, it's happening. Oh no, it's not happening. Oh, mm-hmm. it's still going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. Right. Well, here's the here's the thing. This comes straight from Kathleen Kennedy. This is what she said about him. So you know, take it for what you will. But right. Uh, they asked her about both of those projects, and she said Lando is still on the books, and Rogue Squadron is still on the books. Huh. Interesting. We just want them to be great. So <laughs> yeah. here's what I take from that. They were they were on the books much earlier and they weren't good enough. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. And we pretty much gathered that from Alpha from I almost called it Alphabet Squadron, which is a book series, <laughs> Star Wars book series. Yeah. Um yeah. uh we we heard that about Rogue Squadron. It wasn't what it needed to be. And sure. so yeah. you know, it got pushed back. But clearly, based off of this 
still planning on being done. They just have to get it right first. Interesting. Which, which we know a big part of that. Oh, wait, no, that was Rangers of the New Republic. Never mind. Scratch that. I was not say Gina Carano being a big part of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was also the Rangers of the New Republic. And, uh, yeah, that's a whole other thing. But yeah. that seems to actually be, be gone, gone, yeah. gone. Purged. Um, <laughs> but this appears to still they still want to do it right mm-hmm. they're still just trying to figure it out and i respect that i do if you got they can't they cannot continue to just push things out like oh we said we're going to do it we got to just get this out sure because yeah. they've already done that before and 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 we've seen what we've gotten sure. right so like yeah. they they can't do that anymore they have to take their time and get them right yeah so I agree. Sure. They announced it a long time ago. And yeah, we give them grief about it. But in all honesty, I get it. And I want them to make sure they get it right. Here's the thing. And and I've heard people talk about this before, but it's like Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron needs to be the the Maverick (laughs) of Star Wars, right? Sure. Yeah. It's like, uh, what's the, the newest one called? The newest Maverick movie? Oh, you you're mean Top Gun. But sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes. Maverick. Sorry. Is, Top yes. Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick one. was yeah. the newest one, right? The <laughs> yeah. sequel. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top Gun it, it you know, highly praised everywhere. Everyone <laughs> yeah. absolutely loves that movie. A lot of people say it's one of the best movies ever made. I think that's maybe a little that's uh, a little far fetched. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was a, it was a good movie, yeah. but like I I think people get a little crazy about it. I think people just get crazy about Tom Cruise in general. Mm, but right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and nostalgia factor yeah, yeah, of Top yeah, Gun. Yeah, nostalgia anyway. Top Gun. Um but, but I get where they. I I could see though, like you know, the hype of those of those um, scenes or what, and and like the the training and the flying, all that stuff. That's what a rogue squadron needs to be. Yeah, right. I like, agree. Those are the kind of feelings and excitement that you need in a rogue squadron movie, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And show the and show the the intricacy and complications of flying because right. we see. Um, flying in Star Wars is so autonomous, mm-hmm. you know, and, and yeah, there's yeah, autopilot yeah. and blah blah blah. But 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 we also see some of these people like Poe Dameron, of course, and Han Solo, of course, and uh, some of the greatest pilots in the galaxy. And it's like, well, you know, what what does it take to be the best pilot in the galaxy, and and what does that mean? How are you separated? And we just don't know the context of of how difficult or not it is to fly. So, yeah, I think that would be a very interesting look into the universe in a way that we wouldn't really even think of normally. Yeah, uh, and you have to have this tight-knit group, right, yeah, that yeah, yeah. comes together. And and I think probably going through training, essentially you take, you, honestly, you take Top Gun. And you just turn it Star And you turn Wars. it into Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. That's what it needs to be. Yeah, it really pretty does. Much. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's, it's, not, it's not that hard, really. I mean, it is hard, but you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of the, right. I think, the direction they need to go with it. And I would say with the success of Top Gun Maverick, I would say that made them go, wait, let's make, let's not let go of this. Let's see if yeah, we can make this work yeah. because if Top Gun Maverick did so well, like we mm-hmm. can really do this with Star Wars. We just got to get this right. So, yeah. So, so what Top Gun did for the United States Air Force, it's going to do, <laughs> Rogue Squadron is going to do for the U.S. Space Force. <laughs> Yeah, and they're gonna be really yeah, disappointed yeah, yeah, yeah. when they go there, yeah. and they're just like looking at computers all day and sweeping. Maybe this isn't anything like <laughs> it's nothing like like Rogue Squadron. It's like it's like yeah, it's like they deceived us. Why was there a recruiter out the side of, of Rogue Squadron? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, and and so uh, with Lando, you know, they say that's still in the books. I I don't even know what to say about that. You know, we I haven't heard anything about that forever. 
Well, and we never really heard. Excuse me. <laughs> we never really heard much of anything in general about Lando, other right, than right. you know the assumption would be uh, that Billy D. Williams would have um, a role in it, of course, but also Donald Glover. That was sure. kind of they were talking about, kind of like going maybe kind of back and forth in time, so that you're kind of seeing which could be interesting. Um, you know, both versions of him because people loved him. At, Donald Glover as yeah, Lando. He did, a, he did a good job. But of course, people also love Billy D. Williams as Lando. And so, mm-hmm. you know, thankfully, Billy D. Williams is still alive. So, you know. Use him while you got him. Use him while you got him. I mean, <laughs> I mean not to be kind of macabre, a, but. Yeah, but you, you know, know, it's just the truth, though. Like, if he's still here, you know. And he's willing to time, do it. And he's willing know. to do it. It's a good time to do it. Yeah. And, you know, also, Rise of Skywalker kind of teased. Um, the story of him, like, with story his sort of with daughter. His, like, Maybe daughter Maybe. type deal yeah. going on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so there was, you know, it kind of teased more story to be told there. And so, you know, they have a direction they could go. But anyway. Sure. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. But also uh, the last thing that she talked about was the Taika Waititi movie, mm-hmm. which was also announced at that same panel years ago. And she said, Taika is working away. He's just, and he won't get mad at me for saying this, slow. <laughs> We've got a couple of acts. We need a third. Interesting. Very so interesting. Taika is taking his time. and Take his time, and Taika. I mean, I'm su- almost surprised at how transparent she was with that answer. Like, yeah. <laughs> basically, he's slow. He, We have two acts. We need a third act for this movie. Yeah, to finish Which, her up. Yeah. Kind of worries me a little bit because my question is, okay... So, you just haven't like planned it out, or he doesn't know what the third act's gonna be yeah. because, like, which both answers are kind of concerning. Both are a little. Right? I mean, because <laughs> you know, I think some story stories, you know, and I and I think the one of the biggest culprits of this is like Stephen King. You know, if you read yeah. a Stephen King novel, it's like wow, he he really hits it out of the park and like has these like really uh, interesting things uh, that goes on in his story, but it's so so obvious mm-hmm. he had no idea how he was going to end it well and, was gonna say and like yeah. he just kind of writes away and it's like oh this stuff's really interesting really interesting really interesting and he's like uh and i'll just do put this down for the ending because yeah. i have no idea yeah, i didn't yeah, think yeah. about what the ending was going to be yeah that's <laughs> and that's what like you know and this is just my opinion and this is why i i have neglected to to write anything because i i like to dabble in writing from time to time but i have that that propensity is that I get this really cool idea to write something and then I'll start going, but I have no clue where it's going. Like mm-hmm. I have no clue what the story is. And so my opinion is that a great writer is somebody who has an idea, but has a definitive idea of where it, it, it comes from, where it's at and where it's going, where it's going to be completed and then able to give life and body to that story within it. Yeah. I mean, cause here's the thing, you can have a great idea, and, but as as made evident in Stephen King books, as made evident in uh, you know coming back to it, the Game of Thrones uh, TV sure, series, sure. it's yeah. like you can have the most amazing piece of media, whatever that might be. Uh, but if it has a bad ending, then people are going to have a sour taste yeah, in their mouth and, about it. And, and yeah, Game of Thrones is another perfect example because they pass up the books and so mm-hmm. they're like uh well we write our own we ending. Do. Yeah, and then and you know they say George R. R. Martin gave them the the basics. Uh, but you know George George R. R. Martin now basically says, "Well, George not, R. R. Martin, it's not really what I uh, 
envisioned. Envisioned. Which <laughs> yeah. maybe he's saying that maybe he's changing his opinion <laughs> because like, of what uh, people say. He goes back to his manuscript. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, you know, I, I think there's something to uh, getting your, your group together that's telling a story and right. mapping it out, right? Right. Here's what happens in the beginning. Here's what, what we want in the midpoint. And here's what we want in the end. Again, kind of here's act one, act two, and act three. Sure. And then, okay, so this is these are the big points. This is where, where, where we want to end up. Now, how do we piece that together, right? And I think the most successful stories usually have that backbone. In, oh, yeah, in absolutely. My I, I, I'm and, and I think that's, uh, you know, uh, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, you know, the High Republic... Uh, initiative that we have uh, with all these books <laughs> right they you know that's what they went and sat down they uh, they went and got like a cabin and they sat in that cabin and they figured out what the higher public was going to be all the writers they all went yeah, together that's cool and they took multiple days and just stayed in this cabin and worked it out they had big whiteboards in there and they all just <laughs> sat at this big table and they talked out what the higher public was and who was involved in the the story they were going to tell. That's where it should be, in my opinion. And but, I think yeah. that that is really cool. And we'll see how it worked out by the time when phase three is <laughs> over and done, will we say, oh, this made sense and was a good story. Clearly, they didn't um, have as much inspiration in the midpoint as they did the beginning <laughs> and hopefully the end. But <laughs> it, it, Yeah. Well, we'll have an episode about phase two. Um, yeah here soon unfortunately um, that will be the one you'll have to commandeer because i have not done anything with phase two at all <laughs> yeah i do want to talk about phase two um i i have really have quite a bit to say about it but we won't get into it right now um but yeah so let's uh keep going there's one other thing that she talked about and this was talking about the new movie um the new ray movie that that is mm. uh supposedly going to be the first movie that we get Mm -hmm. um and so as of right now unless uh production schedules change and all that it is going to be december 19th 2025 that is when the the next star wars movie is listed to be um, yeah to be in theaters and so just she just gave a little more context on what's going on here and she said the first order has fallen the jedi are in chaos there's even a question of how many exist anymore and Rey is building the new Jedi Order based on the text that she was given and that Luke imparted on her. Hmm. This is an interesting statement because <laughs> the couple, Jedi are in chaos. Couple, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know yeah, how many yeah. there even are. It's like, well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Let's not get into that, but yeah, it's just an interesting statement. Well, no, maybe we should get into it a little bit. Okay. So, yeah, the Jedi are in chaos. So that that was the thing that really stood out to me when I first read it. I was like... They are because <laughs> yeah. how many could there possibly even be who at this point? Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me because we have we have Ray, right, mm. um, who uh, has the texts, who is going to create the new Jedi Order. Mm. Also interesting that from from what she says there, she's going to take the Jedi Order text and recreate the order. Not the direction I'm hoping they actually go. Yeah. Maybe that's just like not to break, give anything away. And I think we've talked about this right. before, but like if if the if if they do this and they don't change what the Jedi are, mm -hmm. then she's wrong. I think well, it's right. she's wrong. She's, she's not failing. breaking the cycle. Because of... unfortunately it's going to continue in the same cycle. And, yeah, because and secondarily we've also said this too. It's like if that was is to be the true case, it should have been Luke. <laughs> 
<laughs> not her, but anyway. Also, yeah, it should have been Luke. <laughs> but, yeah. but, uh, but here's the thing. Luke, I mean, Luke, uh, I guess, did do that. He did try, right? And that's the, that's the unfortunate part, yeah. is they did make it to where Luke tried. It was just unsuccessful. <laughs> I don't want to talk about I mean, it. that's just the truth of yeah, it. Yeah, I guess so. And, so. and so now if she does it, and she does it the same way again... Well, so either either so here's the thing: if she does it the same way again, either you're you're failing two ways, right? Because if she wins and she succeeds, then she's somehow better than every Jedi predecessor, including Luke. And if she fails, then like, what's the point? Because you're just redoing the whole cycle of things. Yeah, but I, I think even if like in the at the end of the movie all is well and she's rebuilt the Jedi Order, it's still gonna fall eventually because yeah, this, it, it, it's gonna repeat it's the cycle. Because it's based upon a foundation that that was meant. No, not meant to, but does fail. That does fail, exactly. Yeah. Um and there's been hints at like, oh well, but it it didn't it wasn't originally like that, and then it became that way. And there could be that could be somewhat true. Um we'll see. I think the High Republic is gonna continue to, to touch on that. Um but yeah, I don't know. I I think that it's just weird that especially the whole Jedi and Chaos thing, because again, Let's let's just think about this real quick. Mm. What are the potential Jedi we know of that could be, right? Yeah, so and obviously so, her. Obviously Ray. So, I mean, we have a very old Ahsoka at this point. Yeah, but it, but it's possible but she's still around as possible. far as we know. Potentially, and I, I highly doubt this, but potentially a very old Cal Kestis. I doubt that. Again, that is there is potential for that. Ezra Bridger. Ezra is also, yeah. Uh, Darth All, Vader. <laughs> um let's see who else here yeah I'm, and, and yeah so you know you got ahsoka cal kestis and ezra bridger all three jedi and characters and they're all three of them are in chaos that, <laughs> that we do not know what happens to them right sure they're we yeah. do not have the endings of their stories and right. so you know, Cal Kestis, we don't even know if he survives to the point of a new hope. Right. The Mandoverse um, and all that. But we know, too. of course, that Ezra and Ahsoka are past the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the so those are all possibilities. And 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 I think that could be cool if some of them end up being a part of the new Jedi Order. That could be really neat. Um, very experienced Jedi's. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they that could, could bring assist, a lot to you know, yeah, assist yeah. in building this new this new order. Or I I would I think it would be cool to have at least one of them. I don't, of course, see all of them being there. Um, and then, you know, there's always the potential of a Grogu. Well, right? yeah, for Even sure. Even though right now Grogu's not technically a Jedi, but there is potential that Grogu could end up being T- a take Jedi. On right? his, take on, you know, um, that training that he did and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But as far as it goes, I, like, I can't think of anyone else that could potentially still be that we know of, right? Mm. I mean, they can always add in, oh, right. well, this Jedi was around. I mean, how many times have they done that already? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, it's interesting that they, they worded it that way. Um, but, you know, she's going to be building the new Jedi Order. And and <clears throat> so I think that, you know, of course she's going to have some, like, young students probably. A lot of people think Finn will probably be uh, one that's finally going yeah. to start his Jedi training because they hinted at it through the, all the movies and never followed through. Right. Um, so, you know, I think that would be fair. I think you have probably at least a couple of, like, younger 
students, right? That are going to. Well, we see that one kid at the end of like what? True, uh, yeah, what Broom Jedi. Boy. Broom Boy, yeah. Yeah. Could, that could it's be a one. insensitive, but. Anyway. I mean, that's what they called him, <laughs> Broom Boy. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, you could have some of them. And then you could maybe have a wi- an older, wiser Jedi that shows up from the past. So, yeah, know. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, so we've been on this way too long. So let's let's get on to our rumors. Um, I'm going to pull the last one up to the top because it kind of goes with what we're talking about anyway. And we're not going to continue harping on this for too long. But uh, Lucasfilm has apparently ousted Daisy Ridley's movie 2025 movie writer. Yes. So so this movie that we've been talking about, which is, you know, Don, not, not Don Jedi, but the New Jedi Order, um, supposedly Lucasfilm has has you know, kick the movie writer to the curb. So what Drew, what else do we have on that? Yeah. So here's the thing with, with this, and this is from, um, Esquire who, um, interviewed him. It was Damon Lindelof, which we talked about, we talked about Damon Lindelof and how yeah. he, um, exited the project, but we didn't know how or why. So the big thing here is that they interviewed him and he, and I, and I'm putting this as rumor because it's, kind of unclear on exactly mm-hmm. you know whose story is real here and like you know there's always two sides to every story mm-hmm. um but he's basically saying that he was asked to leave okay well a lot mm-hmm. of the reports were saying that he left um but he's saying that he was asked to leave even though he saw his script as a true labor of love um and so he said that uh, that his movie. Uh, hold on, I'm trying to find it. Still holding on to hope of, for uh, Evil Clone Yoda, but versus Ray. Hey, you know we, we. Damon could have give that to us, but yeah. we'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know. Oh, here we go. He said, "They said that his movie was set sixty years." After episode mm. nine. Whoa. That's a jump. <laughs> so it would have been an old Ray Skywalker and who would have been um, acted by someone else. Right. And it would have been uh, an older Ray training two Jedi, a man and a woman. Um, and so, yeah, you kind of get... Honestly, what it sounds to me is like essentially kind of having an old wizened Jedi teaching a couple new ones. And Mm -hmm. honestly, if this truly was his his uh, his movie, I'm glad they kicked him. Yeah. As much as I hate to say that because I do like Damon Lindelof, but like, let's not go down that road again. I mean, it's just too, it's kind of too archetypal at this point for Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. To jump again. Oh, okay. We're going to jump. And then, yeah, jumping that far. Jumping that far again. So there's a huge gap again. You got to catch everybody up on the state of the galaxy. (laughs) And then you got to, and then, oh, it's another old Jedi. And then they're going to teach these new ones. And then they're going to carry on the. It's like, well, we kind of. That's kind of what we already did here with the rise of, or with uh, the sequel trilogy, right? Mm. So yeah. instead of instead of like doing it again, let's ex- at least just expand off what we already have. And so I'm glad right. that it, it, they've changed this to where that is what is happening now. Right. I think that was the right call, absolutely. 
Um, that doesn't doing the whole 60 year thing does not excite me now. Yeah. You know, down the road, if they wanted to do that, cool. Um, you know, it, it will be time again, you know, right. when we actually right. are like 40 <laughs> years down the road or something, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and we're old geezers and we're <laughs> ready to, ready to see star Wars have another, you know, let's be honest though. This is going to, this is getting off subject, but let's be honest 40 years from now. We're we're gonna have a whole new canon again, right? Like, there's no way canon lasts another forty years. <laughs> I don't want I don't want to think about that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I could. It's like Star Wars would probably be like completely rebooted, if if that's if we're even alive. Like, <laughs> I mean, nuclear holocaust. Yeah, yeah it might like, not you make it that way. <laughs> uh, I mean, if we're all still alive, like, it, yeah. Uh, in forty years, I just I, I can't see the current canon, like continuing. Sure. Yeah, but it would be hard to believe because I mean at that point you know the uh, the original trilogy is getting like a hundred years old. I mean, <laughs> I'm a, I think they fully intend for it to be that way, but like, I yeah, don't know, I don't know. Yeah, it'll we'll, be interesting. We'll see. we'll see. Put a tab on that. We'll we'll check back and put a pin in it. <laughs> yeah, we'll come check. back and if we're still alive and this podcast somehow makes through the uh, the time the eras so, of time. So, yeah, I'm gonna be seventy. Yeah. Oh, I may not be alive. That's. <laughs> I'm not very healthy, so. No, I live a terrible Ugh. lifestyle. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Like none of my grandparents lived to be old. So. No, I'm just live, kidding. I'm just kidding. Actually, my, no. <laughs> actually, no. My one of my grandmas, one of my grandpas lived older than seventy, I think. Nice. Yeah. And I had like a grandpa that died in his like fifties or late forties, and then the grandma lived in died in her sixties, I think. So. Well, let's just move on. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about my grandparents. Oh, okay. Um, right. Yeah, they didn't make a sixty though either. Well, you still uh, have seventy. So yeah. I don't have any. I have, I don't one, have any grandparents. I have a singular. Oh well, you're people. lucky. Yeah. You should cherish cherish that. I do. I do. Anyways, when was the last time you called him? <laughs> I was actually at his house a couple days ago. So, you know what? Whoa! <laughs> Things are falling apart here. My lightsaber almost just <laughs> collapsed. It's a sign that uh, we should move on. We're going to lose our clean rating on Apple Podcasts. Talking, talking about, about death and, death. and macabre. macabre. Um, so, yeah, let's just move on here. Um, so yeah. Anyway, all right. So we'll just go ahead and move on to this the the one that was should have been first, and that is the Mandalorian's crossover. Are we gonna have to make another apology video? <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I'm so sorry. We said some things that we should. not <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah. Anyway, Mandalorian's crossover movie villain may have been confirmed. So of course, as we know, you know we've been talking for a long time that this there was a vent series. Um, uh, am I more on that track? We're talking about this, right? It, it, the, the crossover is the event series. Am I on the right track there? Yes. Okay. Do you Except, sure? well, what's, what's but it's not speaking? an event series anymore. That's it's an I'm event movie. Yeah. <sighs> that's, that's what I was going to say. Oh, well, anyway. I'm just trying to so, make sure you know what you're talking about. Listen here, boy. Anyway, long story short, as we've been talking for a long time, that there's supposed to be this kind of event series that culminated all of the kind of the main Disney Plus series is um, that's been going on, such as Mandalorian, we got Ahsoka, and and so on and so forth. Um, as we were confirmed in um, 
and Star Wars Celebration this year in 2023 Celebration in London. Uh, yeah, it is still happening, but it's not going to be a series. It's going to be a movie. Now, of course, the speculation for a long time is that this would be basically be the new heir to the Empire. But this rumor is suggesting that there is another another villain potentially confirmed. What do, what do we have on that, Drew? Yeah, so... Um, hold on, I'll bring it up. What we have here is... So basically, as we have said from basically day one of all this stuff, um, we've predicted that Thrawn, of course, would be the big bad of the event series. And I went as far as to say I think it's going to be... Um, called Heir to the Empire, hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And the current rumors now is that, um, and this isn't even a rumor, that Dave Filoni, who will be the director of this movie, said that the big bad of the New Republic era is Thrawn. That oh, was, I thought this, the, the, that the article was suggesting that there was an, a different one. No, no, okay. no. This was him stating, I think, for basically the first time that in the New Republic era, Thrawn is the big bad. Mm-hmm. So, which pretty much tells you, without necessarily saying, but pretty much tells you that the movie, when that movie comes, it will be Thrawn as mm-hmm. the main villain. Um, which also a new rumor just came out that uh, the movie will indeed be called Heir to the Empire. So, yeah, like, I saw someone that. needs to give me an award <laughs> for. I mean, you guys go back, go back, way back. I don't even know which one ended up. What, was take him down a peg people go find it i don't even know which one it was but i predicted all this so well, let's go find it i don't it. know about that but we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> you know it's true you I know it to be true i've only came into these episodes the past couple of episodes so yeah wow. <laughs> i've been on the paddle this whole time uh, <laughs> but anyway um so you know it's just kind of confirmation true. of of what kind of was already expected but again i'm, I'm very excited for that I think it's like 2026 is the current uh, uh, date for (laughs) for that movie, and that's if they do it year yearly. Mm -hmm. There is potential of that not coming until, especially with the writers' strike, right? I mean, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, and that's you know that of course is true. Uh, Depending on how long this writers' strike goes for, it could change things again. Um, Yeah, I mean, hopefully the writers' strike doesn't go for like a year. All right. But, Forget your guys' stupid wages. Get, get cracking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, here's the thing. <laughs> the real priority. I mean, here's the thing, though. Like, it. Okay, let's say the writer strike goes a really long time. I mean, all those people got to make money somehow, right? So uh, yeah. So I mean, somebody's gonna have to give in, and I'm not saying that the writers <laughs> should be the ones that have to give in. Yeah. But like, they're gonna be at a point where they're gonna have to to do something because they're gonna have to make money. So I don't. Know. Yeah. I'm not sure we'll how see. that works. We'll but. see. Uh, just work on one thing and that's Star Wars. <laughs> just all of you, just all the best all of the you best. just come to Star Wars. Work on Star Wars. Yeah. And the rest of you can continue to stay on strike if you yeah, want. Yeah, you can figure out what to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. But anyways, so that's uh legally we have to say we were joking. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I'm not even gonna you know what? I'm not even gonna do this other rumor because it's not really we've that taken, important. We've and we've so really long. took a long time with all that. So let's go ahead and let's just move on to um, our releases real quick. In our releases, um, we have uh, the next wave of the Essential Legends collection coming out. We have Dawn of the Jedi Into the Void, uh, Republic Commando, Hard Contact, and Yoda Dark uh, Rendezvous. And those are all coming on May 23rd. 
Also on May 23rd, we have the High Republic Edge of Balance Precedent, volume number one. That's the uh, the manga or manga, however you say it. I never know which one it is. Um, but that's um, of the High Republic that they do. We got Hyperspace Stories, issue number five. Darth Vader, black, white, and red, issue number two. The High Republic, issue number 10, all on the 24th, which is uh, on Wednesday. And then we have um, May 31st, The High Republic Adventures, issue number five. Um, Dr. Afra issue number 32. Son of Staros, issue number four. All of that on that next Wednesday after that. So a lot of good stuff there for you guys if you're into the comics. If you don't like the comics, then you have absolutely really nothing to look forward to at the moment. <laughs> wow. <Womp, womp. laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so sucks for you guys. Yeah, sorry. yeah I really stink <laughs> for you guys. Sorry. Uh, no, um, actually, just to kind of give you guys a, an, an update, the next adult Star Wars novel, Whoa. if you are a book reader, um, is July 18th, which is Inquisitor: Rise of the Red Blade, by Delilah Dawson, who is a great author, and uh, yeah, that's going to be a, a movie about an original. Um, inquisitor that we've never heard of so that's you just said a movie about her did i say a movie i think you I did. did not mean to say that so <laughs> whoa, I whoa, misinformation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry if you, any of you just got really excited about that um <laughs> i did mean to say a novel about in a, a new inquisitor rise of the red blade show our, our follower account just dropping by the second. Yo. <laughs> uh, but anyways interesting stuff to yeah. look forward to if you are a fan of reading um, if you are not a fan of reading and you like to watch things on your television, then you got to wait till the end of August for Ahsoka. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have been going for a while, but we're going to go ahead and womp jump womp. into our community discussion. Womp womp um, so yeah, you know what? <laughs> Let's just not do this because listen, we we had this idea because uh, we want to talk about our main topic, which is a spoiler alert. Uh, spoiler, is going to spoiler, be well, not, not a real spoiler. Oh, alert. okay. okay we're done. <laughs> but anyway, main topic was going to be talking about uh, Jedi Survivor, right? Star Wars Jedi Survivor, because we both finished it now. Um, and then we thought, like, well, we also need to still talk about Visions season two. But you know, you know, we we liked it, but it wasn't like something we just want to invest too much time in. And we so the community discussion was asking you guys what your favorite episodes were and we had one of you uh, Lori gleason that said you liked all of them and you had Corey and jb you said you haven't even watched it yet so clearly there's not a much interest in this i think yeah. due to the time constraint let's just let's just uh move on if you guys want us to talk uh, in more detail about season two of visions uh please let us know and we absolutely will um but i think for now at least maybe just maybe just move on <laughs> It sounds like a good plan. Okay, so last but not least, let's get into our main topic now. And that, of course, as we just said, is the kind of uh, overview, review, and our thoughts on Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Um, so, like I said, we're going to go ahead and just give our full thoughts and full spoilers uh, because we can't really give our thoughts and you know without spoilers. So, <laughs> otherwise you'd be like, yeah, it's a good game and there's some things that... You know, here and there, but I can't really talk about them. <laughs> so let's just jump right into it. So spoiler alert for those of you who have not finished it yet. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so so let's just dive in. So overall, 
like I said, it, it really is a great game. I had a lot of fun playing it. Um, I'm still kind of jumping on every once in a while to try to... I'm not going to be able to 100% it, but I'm going to try to get as much as I can. I want to get well, every planet hold, to 100%. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Why are you not going to be able to 100% it? Well, because I think it. this is true for every game. I think it's how you define 100%. Because for me, when I play a game, I want to... 100% every region or 100% every challenge or whatever. Some people consider like getting every achievement sure. um, 100%. Sure. So are you going to 100% every region? That's the plan, yeah. I have 100% at every region except for Kobo at this point. Um, and I'm at 80-something percent in that, so I'm getting close. Okay. But it is a little tedious, I have to admit. Uh, but I plan on still doing it. Oh, I also plan, I'm very close, but I'm unlocking every ability in the skill chart. So I have to think five more on that. Okay. Anyway, uh, so but long story short, I don't know where I was even going with that, but it's a good game. Um, and uh, like I said, it, it, there's a lot to it. Um, but in terms of the story, and I think that's what you're really wanting to get to, um, is is I'll give you the, we'll go like the, the, the short of it and the longer of it. Uh, for me personally, I think that the story was fine. I think it was even good. Um, for about 75% of the game, I think he's like, yeah, it was good. It was a good follow-up. Um, I did think there was a lot of good things that, that kind of broke away from the mold a little bit with the story from the first one. Now, but but when you get to the last like 25, 30% of the game or whatever, it got amazing. It just went crazy. This game, I, I, I personally felt like it should have maybe distributed some of the the, the, the jaw-dropping crazy stuff uh, a little bit better than it did. Because like I said, for the first like 70, 75% of the game, it was like, yeah, this is this is fun. It's a good story, you know. But then all of a sudden, when you get to like the last uh, quarter, it was just like, <laughs> um, it was just crazy. It was absolutely crazy. Um some of the big highlights for me, of course, was, um, you know, I'm a sucker for a, a good guy who struggles with, you know, the dark side. You know, I just I just love that that's that storyline, that character development. And um, and so we we definitely do see that with Cal to the point where he actually kind of submits to the dark side towards the end and like just massacres an entire ISS or ISB base. And that was just, it was amazing. If you go back to um, the, um, oh, I can't think of what, what the planet part's called, but um, anyway, the, the like the icy place uh, that the ISB base is on. If you go back and you hear like the echoes, it's like hilarious because you like see uh, like the, the, the troopers like breathing hard and like freaking out and like, who is this? Ah, you know, and like, it's like, it's like a horror movie type thing. And they're like, he's like, man they were scared of me <laughs> like like they're like crying out in fear and pain and then dying and he's like wow they were scared of me <laughs> i'm like yeah yeah <laughs> that's funny anyway so that was a huge thing of course uh, and then the biggest drop of course so you so you, you think that uh you know degangara is the biggest one so of course let's pause there for a second you know that was a uh, a big huge part of this game was the high republic era i mean i don't think any of us expected that right I mean, no, so we we had a so we had a thought that it might be part of it because of the trailers, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, all we had seen is uh, in the previews we had seen that 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 this character, the new character, which we end up finding out is Dagangara, his he was wearing what appeared to be a High Republic robe. Yeah. in the trailer, and so, um, 
but that was really the extent of the higher public um, information we had about the game. But come to find out, the game is actually extremely uh, heavily involved with the higher public um, yeah. in a lot of different ways, uh, which was extremely surprising, but really cool, especially mm -hmm. for someone like me who has, you know, been reading everything in the higher public. So, like, there are things in that in the game that reference things that happen in the novels. Uh, for example, like the Great Disaster. Yeah, um, that was really The Great cool. Disaster is... Uh, so... In, in the in the books, you know, there is um, there is a what they call the Great Disaster, which causes a bunch of like debris and asteroids and stuff to essentially go through like um, coming uh, out of the hyperspace lane yeah, like at hyperspeed. Yeah, at hyperspeed, and so it's like destroying all kinds of stuff, and mm -hmm. that's why they call it the Great Disaster. Well, the moon, there's a moon on the game that you go to. And in, it's just called the shattered moon. Mm -hmm. But the reason it is a shattered moon is because of the great disaster yeah. that, ca yeah, and that, that was caused really cool. it. And there's like a lab on there and they, and they had to evacuate and stuff because of the great disaster. And, and then later um, you find that even uh, the Nile, the Nile uh, got involved and showed up on uh, Tantalor. Yeah, that was really cool. I remember I had come across it, and there's like a, a shuttle and stuff. Because you see someone like coming in, mm -hmm. and immediately when I you see it at the beginning of the game, I thought like, oh, I bet that's the Nile, but you just don't know. Yeah. And then you finally get there, and you see like this like missile or some kind of like landing pod, and you go up, and there's like a a, a little thing you can scan or whatever, and it talks about it is in fact the Nile. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. I texted you about it, and you're like, yeah. that's pretty neat. Which I'm I'm super curious to see if the the phase three of the books will touch on any of that. If the touch on, on Tantalor or Dag and Gera and what they're doing, I, I think it would be really cool if it did. It, and I, I don't think it'll be like a huge focus, but it would be neat if they at least reference it a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, but to kind of step back just a little bit, I do want to um, say that uh, I, I really enjoyed the, the game obviously, yeah, but me too. Um, I, I do want to give a, like a shout out to the just the gameplay itself and like the, yeah. the navigation and so much of this game improved on what the first one was as far as yeah. the, the complaints I had with the first game such as like when you f would finish a when you would finish like an area mm -hmm. you would have to like trek all the way back and way they, were, back. they had no like easy way of <laughs> yeah. getting you back and and they fixed all that stuff you really didn't have to do any of that junk this time. Yeah. And everything just felt better, and and the the new stances were cool. What stances mm. did you end up maining? Um, typically it was uh, dual wield and uh, uh, blaster and saber. Um, I I started with using dual wield and uh, double bladed, mm -hmm. and then when I got the um, when I got the uh, cross guard, cross guard. Thank you. I started Welcome. maining cross guard, but then would also had the dual wield or not dual wield, uh, double bladed. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I actually, I kind of wish that I would have, uh, stuck with the double bladed a little bit more cause it was actually pretty good. Um, and, mm -hmm. and once I have like unlocked everything, I've kind of came back to it and I was like, wow, even like with all the, the upgrades, it's like, it's, it's pretty impressive. And what I've found that worked really well for me was I would use the cross guard, when I was focused on like 
one enemy, like, and maybe it was like a harder enemy. And I really focus on just making sure I'm blocking or parrying or dodging and then Mm. getting in those really heavy attacks. Mm -hmm. And then when it would be like a big group of people, I'd switch over to my my, um, double blade, which does really great like area damage. Yeah. Yeah. Holding down the Y and it does like a force attack Mm -hmm. where it spins it around you. That's a really good one. Yeah, so, um, but, you know, the, the lightsaber combat was, was fantastic, and the, um, and just the movement is just, is, I don't know if there's a, a game out there that does it better. Sure. The, the, yeah. the way that you can just move around and, and, you know, you'll wall, do the wall run, and then they have the, the, um, you double jump. You can double jump, and, and then, then you, you can, force, and uh, then you can, like, force, like, dash, I guess, mm-hmm. like, boost, or whatever you want to call it. And which then, then resets your jump so resets, you can read you, you can jump. jump and then there's the, the portals you can go through mm-hmm. and that that and and then there's these green wall like green uh walls that you can jump through which resets everything again yeah and basically it would it would take you through these levels where you're just like just running and jumping and dashing and, and you're just like you feel so powerful you feel yeah. like a, this insanely powerful around. jedi yeah right? oh yeah yeah and uh they just really captured um that magic and yeah. and 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 you know these you have to remember these are the people who created titanfall so <laughs> that is a good point <laughs> so they were you know the yeah. wall running uh you know they did really well we laughed at that at the first game we're like of course there's wall running yeah, yeah, in yeah. the game and then <laughs> yeah. and then now we're not i didn't i completely forgot that they made titanfall yeah. so that's hilarious. So, you know they love wall running oh yeah but yeah. um yeah no it was just all of that was so great and made the ga- the game so fun to just explore and just mm. to, to look around and, and yeah. do stuff. But on top of that, you know, they added um, kind of like a home base area of, and, and a lot of it, yeah. you know, was on Kobo, but there was a cantina there. And every time you would go back and revisit, mm. there would be, you would find people in the, in the, the galaxy to bring back there. Yeah. That was and, really neat. And then you could go back and talk to them and they would have new stuff to say every time you went back. Yeah. And a lot of them would give you side quests to do. And right. so it was just a really neat way. It, it reminded me of like a mass effect or dragon kind of Bioware yeah. RPG vibes with that part of it where yeah. you can come back and talk to everybody and like yeah. gain new things. And, and one guy I was even talking to, it like rewarded me for the fact that I kept coming back and talking to him because <laughs> yeah. at the end, towards the end, and I went and talked to him and I kind of had like completed his like his story his that like he was, relationship quest yeah. or whatever and so without it calling it that but yeah. like I kind of completed it and it opened up a room for me in the back that I was able to go into and get um extra collectibles and stuff that, oh, that's yeah cool. that he had and, and it was like a chest and a couple other things that he had huh. in there that's that cool. he unlocked for me because I had <laughs> continued to go back and talk to him yeah and so um just cool stuff like that that I thought was a neat addition um and now I will say for me the the Kobo if it kind of felt like the story was kind of um like not as big of a story, if that makes sense. Like sure. Like yeah, and I will, I will pause it there. That's one thing I did want to comment. I kind of forgot is that like with this with this game, I, it had very big shoes to fill mm-hmm. following Jedi uh, Fallen Order mm-hmm. because Jedi Fallen Order was like you're getting introduced to this whole new uh, Jedi character 
who survived through Order 66, and he's right. trying to be on the down low and survive by himself. And now you're seeing this whole new mechanic of a Jedi trying to survive by himself. This is all fresh, all new. Yeah. And then secondarily, you're fighting Inquisitors, mm. and you, you you find ancient like Jedi texts and and, and and holocron, and you're trying to you know and and like it's just it was it was very difficult to follow that lead, I guess. And so yeah, I don't think I. I Coming into it, I, I I was like, it would be very difficult to try to make the story as big, right, or as grandiose as the first one. And I don't think it did f- do that. Um, yeah, I felt like it told a more um, secluded story, I guess, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It, because in the first one, you know, you're like, you're with Saw Gerrera on Kashyyyk, and you're, yeah. you know, you're, uh, you're on the Inquisitor the inquisitor base and like all this stuff. It's very tied into the existing universe Mm -hmm. as we know it, this game, it kind of, it it branched out on its own and did things that we haven't really seen before. Yeah. And, and at the same time, it's like, you did get to go to Coruscant, which was cool. True. Yeah. You did get to go to Jeddah. Yeah. But even though you went to those places, it felt more enclosed on just kind of his, like his story unless yeah. felt like it was impacting the bigger world. Yeah. No, I, agree I don't know how that. to, I don't really know. And maybe I sound crazy, but this is kind of how I felt. And it, and the fact that you would always come back to Kobo, they kind of built the game around Kobo. They, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's the biggest, no matter what you would come back and like get to a new part in Kobo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you would leave and go to one of the other planets and then you'd come back and it would, again, it would like expand on Kobo, which was fine. And I thought that was okay, <laughs> but I don't, think that was my favorite way of doing it i and they you know they made kobo very um they had a lot of variety to kobo yeah which was good yeah um you know there was like a swamp and a snow area and a desert area mm-hmm. and like yeah. know, was there a desert no area? that was on that was Jetta, Jetta. But, but they in you know, like a jungle like they kind of had a little mix of everything but yeah um but it was uh I just feel like I kind of wanted to see more planets in the game than sure. what we had. Yeah, that's something we talked about. It's like, I wish they maybe scaled down Kobo a little bit and, mm. and then gave us more more uh, planets so that we either A, we could explore a new place, or B, we could go back to some favorite familiar places yeah. as well. But um, I did love how they kind of mixed all the... <laughs> kind of makes everything together. Like you, you get mm-hmm. prequel stuff, right? You get yeah, clones yeah, yeah. and droids, yeah, and you get the the battle droids, and yeah, and you get uh, Grievous Grievous's guards, and and <laughs> yeah, all yeah. this callback to the prequels. Yeah. But of course, you're also getting um, things that are starting to go into the original trilogy era as well, yeah. right? Yeah, and stormtroopers and all that stuff, and and it kind of just combining all that, and mixing it yeah. together, was really cool. Yeah, and, um, and then also in the inclusion of High Republic, which is a whole new oh yeah thing, yeah yeah, but, and then yeah. including the High Republic as well, <laughs> a whole new you know era there yeah. that we you know still haven't have only scratched the surface of. Yeah, but was also cool to to get pieces of that, and and then combining all three of those into like one yeah. area sometimes oh, right yeah. it was was just such a neat thing and and so i'm with you as you were saying about the story how when the story you know for a while the story kind of it's kind of slow right um you know it's it basically feels like yeah you're kind of just on an adventure kind of doing your own thing but the, but really the story is kind of about getting the team back together right mm-hmm. That's what it kind of focuses on for a while is getting the team back together. And then once you got the team back together, that's when things really start to 
to kick off. Um, but uh, yeah, Dagangara and and uh, his Ravis, Ravis, um, you know, you thought they were the big bads, yeah, and, and yeah. I thought they were interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I really thought Ravis was gonna be involved more like i thought he was going to be a harder one uh, to take out yeah i thought so too you only end up fighting him once and then he's dead he's done <laughs> right i thought and i'm curious what you thought but i thought when i killed him when i when i killed him and then i killed dagon or is it dagon 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 i don't remember yeah. <laughs> whatever when I killed him, I went, "Oh, so Ravis isn't actually dead because you know he can like he can like <laughs> well, grow stuff a, back." And he's everything. that. Uh, he's the. He's the um, um, oh, it it never made it into canon, but in the Clone Wars, uh, the very initial animated movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, um, oh, what's his name? I can't remember. But I know exactly. But basically, he's about. a species that basically can't die. Almost like he's a he's a conglomeration. A yeah, yeah. Well, he, it's funny. He's like a hunter in Halo. He's a conglomeration yeah, of yeah. all these little right. worms, basically, and uh, that create one hive mind. Um, right. And so, when when you killed when you killed Dagon or Dagon, I was like, oh, Ravis is still alive then, and he's gonna come back, and he's gonna. He's going to be the one you got to fight. I don't know if you thought that or not, but that's kind of what I was thinking. I wasn't then, thinking that, but I can see where you're because I was from. because I was thinking because I was like I know this isn't the end. So Dirge, that's what his name yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like I know this isn't the end. So, like, where who else is there left to fight? That's kind of where I, my head was at. Yeah. And then so when when you you get both of them and then you're on Jeddah, and then you find out that Bode. Is is uh, well, so I will call. I will say I call this. I well, not to you. I don't think I ever said it, but to myself, I call this. I knew that 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 bode was shady. I knew it. I just I from the very beginning, I just had this feeling that bode See, was I, shady. I fell for it, hook line singer. Really? Yeah, I was kind of like, wish I did. No, I but... I completely fell for. It. I was like, man, I honestly, I thought this like right before. It, he betrayed me. I was like, yeah. man, I was like, this boat is just like a really good character. Like, I just really like this character. <laughs> Hook, line, and stinker, baby. No, I really did. I was like, this is just a really like, just like good, like, uh, I was getting that like buddy cop vibes. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like, wow, this is like my, you know, I can depend on this guy to Partner have my back, you know? Yeah. And I was just like, this is really cool. I like him. And it was like right <laughs> after that. Murks it was like right after that, that you find out that no, actually, um, he's going to betray you. And yeah. That hurt. That hurt me. <laughs> that hurt bad. That stung. Mm-hmm. That stung. But uh, yeah. I will say it was it was interesting. I was like, oh, okay. oh, you know, okay, all right. Yeah. The part that I was a little less thrilled about was that he was also a Jedi that survived Order sixty six. I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting. I mean, it's interesting, but it's like, oh, there's another one. Yeah. Like, but here's another the one thing, though. In very this timeline, long list of Jedi that survived. <laughs> I, but here's the thing: they're spread out across the galaxy, you know. And it's like this yeah. is, in this time frame. I don't find it that surprising that there's more, you know. Yeah. So in this in this time frame, because we're not that far past Order sixty six. But sure, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's there's still plenty of opportunity for them all to die, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> we've got plenty of time for them to all get destroyed. But uh, well, but yeah, I mean, no, I thought it was it was cool. And, you know, I'm glad, part of me is glad because, you know, you want another lightsaber fight. You yeah. Know? Oh, well, come on. Yeah. But you don't want them just be flying around in a jetpack shooting you and not being like that had been annoying. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, One thing I thought that was a bit weird with that, it was like, it was just to like show that he crossed this threshold, but I did find it a little, 
a little dumb that he had a red lightsaber. Because, like, here's the thing. Like, no, no. That wasn't his. Oh, was it not? No. He grabbed that from... from uh, Oh, okay. He took it from... That's why he stayed back. Huh. Remember when he... he um, yeah. He took it from uh, Dagon. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, he didn't have a lightsaber. That makes me feel better because yeah, I, yeah, I was about yeah, to say yeah. like, no, because so I thought he took the, the time you, to bleed this go, lightsaber. And he's so like, I, I was thinking the same thing. But if you go back to the body, to where he, where you killed him, yeah. there's a memory thing there. And it yeah, talks I, about and I are, the funny thing is, I literally wa- I've watched that memory, so I don't know why I don't remember <laughs> that. But um, so yeah, so he. He took that lightsaber. That's why he had it. Because yeah. I was kind of wondering the same thing. I'm like, oh, so he's had a lightsaber the whole time. It was red. But then I, yeah. So, um, so the one of the things, though, that when, when you find that out is Bo tells Callie, he's like, he's like, you need to go to your friends. Like, he's he's about to, he's running off. But he's like, you need to go to your friends. You don't know what, you don't understand what's coming. Mm-hmm. And when he said that, I'm like, wait a second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, there's only one thing that can be. There's only yeah. one thing that can be coming yeah. for for someone like him to be saying that. Yeah. And that was Darth Vader. Yeah. So to yeah. get Darth Vader again in the second game that was, that was, was crazy. Part of me was surprised that they were that they brought him back again. Um, yeah. But also surprising that you know. He's all, he's not the the last person you fight, right? Like he's, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know you play as as uh, Seer Seer Junta, and and <clears throat> and fight him, fight Vader. That and, was pretty crazy. That was pretty so, crazy. In your opinion, what was the hardest boss battle in the game for you? I'm like blowing right in the mic. Um, that's hard to say. I, I mean, honestly, I want to say it was like it was probably Vader. Well. I think it is because I I will I will openly admit when I fought Vader I did have to turn the the difficulty down when I played him and maybe I'm just like because I will say this this is one thing I, I forgot to mention and that I don't think I even told you this it's like I don't know for whatever reason in this game like almost every game I play eventually I get into this mode where it's like I know the combat I can I can just flow into it and I'm good at this game like. Yeah, the difficulty might be high and I might die quickly or whatever. But like in terms of like, I just feel comfortable in the combat and I can dodge and hit and do everything that I need to do. In this game, for some reason, I never got that. I ne- I was always like, I feel clunky when I play this. It's not because the it's not because of the mechanics were bad because the mechanics were very good in this game. Have you checked your input lag? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's not that. I just I don't know how to explain it. It's just I just never felt comfortable with. With my, I just never felt like I got to the point where I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm good at this combat. I don't know how to mm. explain it, but anyway, nevertheless, I, I did have to lower my difficulty with Vader, and I didn't have to do that with any other villain. So I guess maybe the, Vader. So my answer was gonna be Vader, and and yeah. that's not just because like, oh, it's Vader. It's so Vader. It has to be. It, I, I can't tell you how many times I died trying to fight Vader. <laughs> I, I, same Where the rest of same them, here. I mean, I lost a couple times, but like I yeah. was able to to get through all of them, you know, fairly decently fast. Yeah. Vader, I just kept getting my butt. Oh, Look, yeah. I will say, I think one of the reasons for that is because you're playing a seer, right? Which you're is not, different. Which is different. Yeah. You don't have any of your 
upgrades essentially she well, has her own and she stuff, has but, some but she, they don't really tell you what it is right which is she weird she kind of has her own thing going on um but i'll tell you one of the biggest things was the fact that she has four hit help like yeah right things. i had like 50 by the time i, I, got to him. I think i had like 11 or 12 or something <laughs> at that point yeah, yeah and so like that was a you know <laughs> yeah. that's a big difference when you're trying to heal during a boss battle it is but anyways but yeah i think vader was absolutely the hardest for me and and but i appreciated that and i think they did it on purpose i think they did too. i think they yeah. wanted you to, to well, be sweating when you're trying to fight vader because which rightfully so rightfully right. so but i will say yeah i mean it's like with him it's like he was just brutal like i mean just every every two seconds like there'd be another unblockable attack and like you just yeah. just bam bam I mean, you just keep hitting you so but like again i think they did on purpose and i like you said i, I think they did on purpose i enjoyed that because it's like that's uh, i mean of all boss villains that you're about to face in this game like vader better be that way you know right 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 and, and so one thing that made me kind of mad was like why did you have to kill him? Like I said, kill him, but get him all the way to zero health because I'm like, listen, you're not going to beat Fader. And I thought that was so stupid. Cause like I, I, when I, my first go around, I was fighting and fighting and fighting. And I got him down to like maybe half health and he, like he killed me. And I thought, okay, finally, you know, I'm going to go into a cutscene. Nope. You're, you need to restart cause you died. And I'm like, no way. I have to actually get him down to zero health. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah. I feel like that was a little dumb because to me, I feel like I feel like a Vader fight should have been completely just ceremonial rather than an actual battle. Sure. So, okay, this is another random Halo call out, but Halo Reach at the very end they have the final stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like which I love, I love that. Which it's like you, you, you. Once you died, you died, and you didn't have to. You couldn't replay it again. I mean, I think you could redo the level, but point i'm gonna getting at is like the whole point is it was ceremonial like you were supposed to right. die no matter what you no were matter dying. what like yeah. the, the the odds against you were so great there was nothing that you could do and that's yeah, the way yeah, it should yeah. be with that's darth the way vader should have been i and agree so i agree once once you got defeated by vader which mm-hmm. he was going to inevitably yeah um I, I, I couldn't agree more yeah yeah i, I think, think i'm just running circles but yeah no the, yeah you're dead on i think that would have made that feel better be, mm-hmm. instead of like because here's Instead the thing, we get into a oh, zero health and you, you win, but no, you don't. But no, but you still die. So <laughs> yeah, 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 I agree with you 100%. Um, and I think that, you know, I, I've i talked about it before on the podcast, I believe, but I really appreciated in Jedi Fallen Order the encounter with Vader because, yeah. you you know, you're playing as Cal and Vader shows up and you try to fight him and you, you can't. There's just nothing. You just have to run because, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like Because yeah, yeah. he's not Your anywhere. only recourse is to you're, just try yeah, to get away. Yeah, exactly. And I and I appreciated that because Vader shouldn't be it looked at as even close to an equal, right? Listen, and here's the thing. Listen, I know that they're trying to get Seer to be some stupid like Jedi Master. I don't care. I don't care. Okay, <laughs> unless you're some big name Jedi Master, like you shouldn't even have a chance. I'm just, I'm sorry. It's yeah, I I, I, I do think that they they made her maybe a little more powerful than should have been because like yeah. you know how vader was like a little he was he was messed up by the end of the fight oh yeah and maybe that was pushing it a little bit uh but you know overall she i mean does, think of a younger vader a younger vader right uh versus yeah obi-wan in the in the kenobi series yeah. and like he was like of similar well it's actually damage. set in the same year oh 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 that's in the same okay. yeah what we saw in that and in the Kenobi series, same oh, year. Really? I didn't mm-hmm. realize that. Mr. Yeah. Timeline, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah now, anyway. 
Now we know actually, this is a fun little tidbit for you. This this game actually takes place before it though, before Kenobi, because in the movie you see Seer or not Seer, you see Cal Kestis signature on the mm-hmm. wall for the hidden path. Which we know would ha- would have happened later. Which had than to have the happened game. later than the game. So, yeah, interesting. It's a little tidbit for you. Because <laughs> um, he didn't know about the hidden path until the game. So. Yeah, until basically the end. I mean, well, he knew it throughout, but he wouldn't have been a part of it. He wouldn't until have been the end. a part of. Yeah. So just a fun little tidbit there for you. But yeah. Um. So, but anyways, I, I was I thought it was cool. Vader was back, and I enjoyed that. And um, it will be interesting to see if they ever if if like for the third game. Which I assume, I I assume there's going to be a third and final game for I would say so. Cal Kestis. Yeah. I think it's because there's it's still be a more story to tell. I mean, there's more story to tell, but I think that once, I think I there could be very very well be more Jedi games, uh, like Jedi blank. But I think that there'll yeah. be a third and final for Cal, and it'd be interesting to see if Vader comes back one more time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and faces more experienced Cal, or if they like leave it alone that he that Vader faced Seer and killed her, and then just that's it. It'll be interesting to see, right? But I don't know. I guess yeah. we'll, I, well, I guess we'll see. I, <laughs> part of me still doesn't want that. I don't really want a fight again because this, like well, here's the thing, and, and and this is what we've talked about way like this is way back in the podcast around the time of Book of Boba Fett. Is like, and this is, I don't know if this is a word, but like sacredity, like the sacredness of something, right, is what makes something special. Um, for instance, with Boba Fett, that was one of our biggest complaints is that what made Boba Fett cool and what made Boba Fett like, you know, us like him is the fact that he didn't talk, the fact that he was mysterious, the fact that he was just like, you know, you don't know what he's going to do. Like he could blow your head off or he could just stand there and look at you. You don't know. And you, they gave this whole, like, whole life and character and and like humanity to this character and you took away what really a lot of people liked about him and Mm -hmm. so with vader and i don't think this necessarily applies to vader but what i will say is that like again it's kind of like that sacredness or sacredity or whatever that word is is that like what makes vader so awesome is that when vader comes you're dead and that's just, that's yeah. it. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. You can't fight him. Like, you're just dead. He's just that powerful. And if you're every single game, I, you know, and, and don't get me wrong. I think, again, in Fallen Order, they did a great job of showing that. Um, I think if you show him in three games sequentially, like, here's Vader, you're going to fight him. Here's Vader, you're going to fight him. Here's Vader, you're going to fight him. Or have some sort of encounter with him. I think it, 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 it might just, like, lessen the severity of him showing up. Sure. Because if you... Here he shows three times, and you got away three times. Really? Yeah. Against Vader? You know? Yeah, no, I I agree with that. And I think, you know, Vader needs to be... Vader needs to be... They need to be very careful how, when they choose to use Vader anywhere in Star Wars, right? Yeah. He is supposed to be, like you said, like he's the he's the, he's the the pinnacle. Yeah. And so when you, when you use him, it's got to be a very scary moment it's got to be very bad for whoever's on the other on the receiving end you <laughs> yeah know? yeah um and only someone like obi-wan kenobi uh has the the chance of yeah or even should have a close to sh- the yeah, chance right, you know right yeah um so last that i really want to talk about with with the game would be kind of the ending um you know 
as you mentioned, we kind of we see him have to embrace the darkness a couple of times. There's mm-hmm. I think two times in the game where it, where it specifically says to press this button to embrace the darkness. Well, yeah, at the ISB um, base, and then when he's fighting Boat at the very end. Yeah, and yeah. so that's interesting because you know it is hinting at this um, dark side of Cal. Mm-hmm. That I think they're obviously going to explore more, um, mm-hmm. probably in the third game. Um, I thought it was it, it was an interesting thing to do because it essentially turned your special ability from a it was like a slow motion slow thing time, yeah. to um, when you embrace the darkness, it turned into this like rage mode yeah. where you could just <laughs> yeah. you went really fast and turned into uh, Kratos and like were super powerful and kill yeah. everybody in like a couple well, hits. Well, and what's cool though, if you I don't know if you noticed, you have different abilities when you go into that. Um, if you try to, I can't remember, like if you hold down Y in that, like you do like this like like lightsaber throw type thing. Mm-hmm. But what's cool is if you if you bring someone like to you like with a force pull and you mm-hmm. hold them there, it'll just crush them. Really, I did yeah. not realize it'll do that. Yeah, I didn't realize it oh, either wow. until later on. But that was so cool. I didn't notice it because I what I like to what later on what I like to do is like I'll bring them to me mm-hmm. and then I'll like hold down RB which makes them shoot at people or mm-hmm. I'll just hold them up as a shield and like use my blaster to shoot them. Mm-hmm. But do, what I noticed, I, I pulled in like uh, uh, one of those uh, uh, B1 droids um, and he pulled it to me and I was holding it. All of a sudden he goes and then like oh, drops. Awesome. I'm like whoa anyway yeah and some luke skywalker stuff yeah that was cool that was cool uh yeah that's cool i like that um and and, and another thing is you know in the background of your menus it's like this blue I, and, yeah that's and a cool when thing after too. you embrace the darkness it turns red mm-hmm. and that's and, like just not even when you accept like if you just go to uh your meditation point it'll get yeah, yeah, that yeah. which is very yeah. interesting very yeah, interesting. interesting so it you know they're, they're obviously hinting at this darker side with cal and like um and it, it by the end of the game, it never really talks about it anymore, right. which I thought was right. kind of weird. Is there's, that just, it, there's one instance where he he and um um uh, his girlfriend, Marin, Marin, yeah, yeah, um, Marin had a little lamb. Anyway, so yeah, she uh, <laughs> basically like they like talk about it once, and it's like like. I'm afraid I'm going to lose myself. And he's like, no, we're, she's like, no, we're not going to let you and, and we'll hold each other accountable and you just got to fight it. Okay. <laughs> and that's it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, it was kind of, kind of weird that they didn't really touch on it more. Yeah. Um, but I think a third game will, I don't think I that's definitely, think I don't so. think that's done. Yeah. I think that there's probably going to be more to that. Um, and at, which, which is intriguing to me. I think it's oh, yeah. really intriguing. Yeah. Um, and and so the other things that kind of happen with the end of the game is that uh, they have a well. So he of course he he defeats Bode and yeah. on Tantalor. So they have Tantalor now. Mm-hmm. Tantalor is a place they can get to, and they plan to bring people to Tantalor. Mm-hmm. Um, like the hidden path. And also the the survivors that are still in Jeddah, and then also you have uh, this Bode's little girl, mm, yeah, his daughter, that now, uh, and and he hears Seer through the forest tell him to guide her through the darkness. Yeah, right? is that what she said? Something guide, like that. Guide her yeah. through the darkness, something like that. I think so. Um, and so. M- 
my take is that we're when we get a third game, she will be an apprentice to Cal. Mm-hmm. So you'll have Cal as the master and her as the apprentice. Maybe even play as both of them. Yeah. Um, at different times, maybe they have like completely different like, you know, it would almost be kind of like a God of War thing mm. where yeah. where you know when you're Kratos versus uh, yeah whatever his son's name is Atreus, Atreus. Atreus then Slopes. you know it it uh you know completely changes the yeah. the style of gameplay i could see it being like that you also have um a dishonored version where you can actually choose who you be to play with i don't think true. that's going to be how it is but true i mean yeah. but it could be it could be yeah. um maybe even co-op yeah i, I, mean, <laughs> I doubt that but it, it's very possible there's a lot yeah i mean there's that, different ways they could go with it but yeah but i think that's gonna be the case i think that it's gonna deal with the fact that they're on tantalor um that they have like that you know that's where their base is now of course here my here's my take though like i imagine something really bad's gonna have to happen to tantalor <sighs> yeah because like how have we not heard about this or you know right. anything else or or and this is a little more far-fetched, but maybe they just stayed on Tantalor, and the next game takes place after the original trilogy. Hmm. That would be very far-fetched, but, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that so would be a pretty it, interesting it turn It jumps of ahead past the original trilogy, and they'd been on Tantalor that whole time. Yeah, it's, but here's the thing, though. They would have to go off-world to get supplies and to do different things, da-da-da-da. You know Marin's not going to just stay there that whole time. And so as they well, see the state of the world when they're trying to do some runs, like I feel like they wouldn't be able to. I don't, I, I don't really think that will be the case because the game is so... The game constantly reminds you of, like, they... They have. He has to defeat the empire. He has to That's help against thing. the empire. But then again, that the and ending was kind of him like letting that go, though. True, kind of. True. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> We're just gonna run each other in circles here. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's there's so many ways they could yeah. they could go with it, and I'm curious yeah. if they already like know or if they're they don't even yeah. know and they're trying to figure it out. <laughs> but I just think you know, yes, they they could still do it before the original trilogy. But I'm just thinking, you know, if you wanted to really spice things up. You could, you that would could, be a big uh, turn of events. You could put it sometime after that. I mean, if you want to get real crazy, it could be set during the sequel trilogy time, and they fight. The, <laughs> he fights the first order, yeah, and and then you know, uh, Ray Ray finds there's a bunch of Jedi on a uh, on a uh, Tantalor. Those those could be the Jedi in chaos. There you go. The Jedi are in chaos on Tantalor. <laughs> so uh, I don't yeah, know. I mean, regardless of what they do, I I, I hope. I mean, this is just my my personal thing. I, I hope that they try to maybe dive in a little bit more into uh, maybe some gray Jedi territory because, you know, we used to have that, obviously, as canon. Um, but, but I think that as we get into this new age of Jedi, right, um, there's more leeway. Um and and I think I think that that something like a gray Jedi would fit within that pretty well, and uh, and here's the thing as we were just saying earlier in this episode, right? It's like as as we go into the new Jedi Order, like Ray has to do something different, otherwise we're gonna get the same results. And so I could see something a little more fluid, something that 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 isn't just inherently like this is light side, this is dark side. You know, that could be the the, the bridge that kind of like helps balance it. But I don't know. 
We'll see. Yeah, and you know, it's always it's always kind of a toss up on on. <laughs> I struggle to find like what Star Wars wants the message to be. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Because there are times where they're like, oh well, the what the Jedi did was wrong, or but then there's times where they're like, what the Jedi did was good, and and so it's like, well, so can they can they you know, what is the answer? And I think really in the end, there isn't really, mm-hmm. an and, and, and you know, he's, yeah. he says, uh, he talks about, uh, the order at the end. And cause, cause Marin's like, basically Marin's like, can we even be a couple because of your order, you know, <laughs> right, and, and right. their beliefs. And he's basically like, well, he says there's more, there's more <clears throat> beyond the order or something. Right. And well, he lines. basically, you know, he's like, the order is done. It's gone. Yeah. And I can do what I want. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> what it comes down to. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and it will be interesting to see, though, does he fall into the same traps because of that, right? Right. I mean, is he going to end up doing some dark side stuff because of his, because she's going to be like in danger and, you know, like relationship? Like, it'd be interesting to see if they go that route. I will say, this is Marin. I think Marin in the video games has been a great character. Mm-hmm. I have absolutely no complaints with her. But I'll tell you what. That stinking book I read yeah. ruined the character of Marin for me. <laughs> yeah. I hated her guts. I hated her guts in this game, and it wasn't because of anything she did in the game. It's because of the book. <laughs> Do not read that book, folks. No one touched that horrible <laughs> book. It's the worst Star Wars book I've ever read, and it ruined the character of Marin for me, and that's sad. I wish I could erase it from my brain. I wish I had never read it. So that I could oh, oh still enjoy the character of Marin. <laughs> well, and I mean that a hundred percent. Good news, I like her. So, <laughs> well, and that's the thing, I liked her, yeah. and I'm telling you, this this book ruined it for me. She is not that that book needs to be purged. It needs to be deleted from canon. It should not be considered a canon novel. Uh, you get like the the Pinkertons to come to. I, the I'm thinking about creating. Copy. I'm thinking about creating a. Uh, like a, a thing for uh, for people to sign to get it <laughs> petition. a petition <laughs> yeah, to get it uh, banned from canon. <laughs> I'm telling you, it is hor- to the White House. An absolute horrific. I am losing faith in the in the publishing group for allowing that book to exist. <laughs> wow, I, man, I'm not strong opinions. I'm on not this. joking. It is such a horrible book. It's not well, good. Yeah, heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. And it's, and it's like, so it doesn't even like, it's like, what characters am I even reading? These are not the, not the same people that you so bad. It is so bad. Yeah. It is surprising. Anyways, it makes you wonder like, how did that get through the, I don't know. I really don't. There. I truly do not know. Yeah, and anyway. it's astonishing. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. I wish I hadn't read it. Um, <laughs> So, anyways, I'm 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 super stoked for the future of of the series, and yeah, to, to kind of wrap it up here though, if if you were to give it a score, one out of ten, what Ooh. would you give it? I would have to say, hmm, I feel like seven point five is a little too low, maybe, but I I think that's. That's kind of where I was sitting. Like that's what the first thing I that came that to my is, brain. In my opinion, astonishingly low. Yeah. But I mean, you. I mean, hey, it's whatever you want to give it. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I guess you got to consider everything, right? You. It's not just the story. Not just the story. It's, it's the mechanic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's everything. Yeah. That's not fair. Yeah. That is. Low. I'll say. I'll say eight point five. That's where I'm sitting at. That's 8. more 5. fitting, I think. I personally give it a nine. 
Ooh, yeah. nine. Huh? I give it a nine. Um, I do knock off probably half a point for kind of the story having some some uh, weird pacing. Yeah, uh, you know, kind of like we talked about. And then I knock off another half of a point for the fact that the game just runs like absolute junk. Well, that's what I say. Performance uh, was a big issue the, for me. And and you know, I have I have faith that they will fix that eventually, and that the game will run smooth. But like in its current state, the frame rate is just yeah, absolutely horrendous. Yeah. And I I have not played a game that has a frame rate like this since I've had a series x yeah i mean and, and, um, and yeah i mean here's the thing like, and i'm playing on performance mode right so when you play <laughs> yeah, on, when yeah. you play on performance mode you're expecting 60 frames yeah this game runs above 30 sometimes on yeah. performance mode um well but, what's funny is i started out with as i usually do i started out with um um uh what i'm trying to say the other one the uh like not quality mode <laughs> you know what i'm saying like the uh not performance but Quality mode. Is the quality? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway. Well, it depends on the game. Some games call it quality mode. Some games call it resolution mode. But well, anyway, that's what I yeah. usually start off with because that's what I like. I just like to have a pretty game. And this thing, like when I played it, like, wow, this is actually a really good looking game, but man, the performance is crap. So I switched it over to performance mode and it still ran bad and it looked still worse. <laughs> so I was like, what's the point, you know? But anyway. Yeah, so I am a performance mode stickler. I didn't used to be. But since yeah. the Series X, I've I've changed. Uh, when I had the Xbox One X, I would usually do quality mode. But like sixty frames, man, is just is is it's hard for me to play anything that's not sixty frames. <laughs> well, especially I guess if you're it's it's like a high motion, high movement game. I mean, yeah, it's just it just. Um, it just changes things for me so much. But that's that the thing, I, though. It's I like you still really don't even get that whenever you play it in this game. But anyway. Well, no. On this one, you don't. You're right. Um, this game is still, especially when you're on Kobo. Mm, Kobo is yeah. the worst culprit is, of them yeah. all. Uh, when you're on Kobo, it, and in your like main hub area, even <laughs> it's it's like chugs, and it's <laughs> yeah. and it's really sad because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like. You the pl- of all places the place you continuously go back to is the mm-hmm. one that like performs the worst. Yeah. Um, and I would give it a lower score if I didn't feel like they're going to fix it, but I'm very confident that they're gonna get True. it right. Yeah, and, then, and that's one thing. Like you gave a, you gave a point off for the slow pacing, and you gave point five for the the um, you gave a point five for the um. No, you didn't. You give 0.5 for the story, 0.5. Anyway, yeah. I think I was giving like a whole point for the for the g- gameplay, but you're right. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, when they chug out the the you know game of the year edition, which I don't know that's going to be that, but you know what I'm saying. But you know the later iterations, it very well could have fixed that. So yeah, I mean, I you know they're they've been pretty transparent that they're continuously working on on patches to kind of fix it up, and you know. Yes, you could argue. Well, a game shouldn't even be released until it can run properly, and but that's I, been a problem for I, a long time. I now. don't necessarily disagree with you on that, but it's the it's the world we live in. Like that's is this so is how unfortunately is, this is but... how games work now. Is they come out like sometimes not completely finished. <laughs> Most like, of the time, they don't come um, out finished anymore. You know, I mean, Redfall is another perfect <sighs> example of a game yeah. that has came out and everyone's just review bombing it because they're like yeah. this game is should not have been out. Um, and so, you know, it's just kind of the world we live in, but, uh, but I am some, some developers, I don't have faith in that they'll fix it, but I do believe 
that they're going to fix it and it'll run good yeah. eventually. Yeah. I wish That's I true. could have played it in that state because I'm probably not going to play it again because <laughs> I don't do that. But yeah. Yeah. So anyway, anything else? No, overall, I just just finish out on my end to just say again, I, I really did enjoy this game. I had a lot of fun playing this game, and it gives us a lot of fun, unique insights into the Star Wars universe and Star Wars, Star Wars Galaxy, excuse me, um, that uh, we may not get to see, uh, especially with the High Republic stuff. And, and the, anyway, so I'm, I don't want to rehash everything we just said, but I had a great time with it. And uh, you know, there's little nitpicks that you can give, but overall, I think it was a great game. So. That's a long short of it for me. Yeah, it's it was a uh, wonderful game. I I loved it. I I love you know Star Wars games. Star Wars games is is one of the best ways for me, in my opinion, to be in the universe of Star Wars. Yeah. Um, you know, Knights of the Republic will forever be one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. And and so any more Star Wars games that you can play and consider good is a good thing. And <laughs> right. so this one is absolutely on that list of good Star Wars games. I would say excellent Star Wars games. And, uh, you know, there are more Star Wars games on the horizon. None of, a lot of them have not actually even been officially like revealed, mm -hmm. but we do know there are multiple ones in the works, such as a open world one from Ubisoft. Yo. Um, and then of course we have the one from the heavy rain developers. We got, a um, and a couple others out there too, that the are supposed remake of remake of Knights old Republic yeah. and uh, a couple strategy strategy games in the works. So lots of star Wars games still being developed. Um, and so of course, when we hear something, we'll let you guys know, but, uh, thanks for joining us today. And we hope you guys enjoyed this, uh, you know, long podcast of us <laughs> talking Star yeah. Wars. Uh, it's been a while, it'd been a couple weeks, so we yeah. really got our thoughts in on everything, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, you know, in uh, it'll probably be another two weeks. We'll have our next episode of Jedi Eternal and, um, probably will give my thoughts on phase two of the high Republic in yeah. that one. So now would be a time to catch up on some phase two stuff if you haven't yet. And we'll give our thoughts on that, but thank you again for listening. We appreciate you guys so much. Uh, we hope that you have a good weekend, uh, but we thank you for joining. Oh, wait, I said it. I just did it again. Oh, no. <laughs> I do it every time, but may the force be with you. And we thank you for joining the Jedi eternal. We would be honored.